Welcome to We Hear Her. I am Erin Trenbeth Murray. And I am Jennifer Bean. We're here today with another amazing woman who's sharing her story and insights to lessons learned. Hi there, I'm Erin Trenbeth Murray with the We Hear Her podcast for women who succeed. I'm glad you're here today as I'm going to be interviewing my friend, Wendy Ogden. Our kids were friends together. Um, I've admired Wendy with her professional career and I'm so happy that she's been able to find some time to be with us. So Wendy, thanks for being here and I'm gonna ask if you would share a little bit about your background, your, your experiences. Sure, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, so I have a um, undergrad in graphic design. I went to Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia. Um, from there, I worked as a graphic designer for a few years and really realized I was much more of a marketer um, and had a passion for marketing. I love good design, but I, I'm just not a graphic designer. So anyway, I uh, went to Westminster for grad school, um, got a master's in marketing communication, um, have spent you know, the last 15 years of my career working at, in product management, product marketing. Most recently um, with Young Living, I was able to manage products that I absolutely love, skincare, beauty products, cosmetics, um, personal care products, body butter, things like that. So definitely have a love of products, love of marketing, love that I can combine both. That's the coolest <laughs> thing ever. I didn't know you had a graphic yeah. arts background. Undergrad, oh, yep. Wow. I you know, it's like resonating, but what a perfect marriage yes. of the two. Yes, it, it actually is because, you know, in product management and, and marketing, you're always working with design. Yeah. You always want to have good design. Um, you want to, you want the best look and feel. And so just, just having that, that foundation background has been yeah. super helpful. You can look at it and have yeah. that visual artistic, yep. um, that niche for it. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. So, Wendy, we share a love of um, travel and, mm -hmm. and um, friends and ute games yes. and things like that. But you have a brand new adventure. You have a new <laughs> little project up north. Tell me yeah. what inspired you to, to, to uh, do your, your little fantasy village. So, I um, had, always, had always dreamed of having a vacation house, always. Um, and it just, you know, for years I thought, oh, wouldn't that be the coolest thing? Uh, you know, number one, to be able to go away on vacation to escape. Number two, to leave a house for your kids and mm -hmm. their kids and, and kind of, you know, like leave a legacy um, that I just thought would just be so cool. So over this past year, I um, built a, a vacation house in Bear Lake, Utah. So really fun to go up there, easy drive, about two and a half hours from Salt Lake. Um, and I thought, you know, I really want to, I want this house to hopefully pay for itself. I want to enjoy it as much as possible. So I decided, you know, when I'm not using it, when my family's not using it, I'm going to Airbnb it. So it's kind of a business venture as well. Yeah, yeah. So it will be interesting to watch it. I really, you know, put my passion towards decorating and, mm -hmm. and actually marketing as well um, into the house and really made it a, a vacation destination and very enjoyable for you know, all, all levels of families, um, you know, all different generations of families can use the house. So. Well, I've loved watching the pictures excited. because it was like the lot, yeah. and then the foundation. Yes. And you, every time I've talked to you, you've been really <laughs> energetic about it. Yeah. And I love construction. So what a fun project to get yeah. to see to come to fruition and know how you and your children are going to get yeah. to enjoy it. Well, we were just there for Thanksgiving um, 
and had a couple different generations. And so, you know, people who want to go downstairs and play pool mm -hmm. and, and just have a fun time can. People who want to stay upstairs and have quiet time by the fire can do that. So really fun. Um, and it was funny. I have never lived in a new house in my entire life. I've always lived in old houses. Okay. I grew up in the military, so certainly no new houses. I li I've lived in older apartments in Seattle and older apartments in Savannah, Georgia. Even my house right now in Salt Lake is 1950s. So yeah. to build a house <laughs> that's brand new, um, and I know nothing about building, but I sure do now. Yeah. Um, it, it was just fun and a really cool experience and a really cool learning adventure. Right. Isn't that so, fun too? Mm -hmm. At I mean, I feel like at my age, it's it's really fun to um, to get that intellectual stimulation yes. of a, something, a topic you weren't mm -hmm. familiar with, mm -hmm. and you're like, wow, I can still learn. Yeah. Look at me. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> at 54, I am still learning yeah, yeah. and happy to be um, learning. So yeah, learned all about plumbing fixtures and you know electricity and um, drywall and all that kind of stuff. So fun. it was a fun. It's been a fun project. Well, good. Will you talk <laughs> about the Generations and yes. family, which I know is so important to you. Mm -hmm. um, you and I were speaking earlier today. We were mm -hmm. talking a little bit about your mama. Yeah. I'd love to hear more about her and her influence on you. So she, my mom, um, I'm, I don't want to get teary, but I might. No, it's okay. My mom has been a huge influence on my career, my life, how I approach um, even education. So when I was little, my mom was our uh, elementary school library helper. So she was always in my elementary school. I loved it. Um, and she was just the helper, you know, helping the librarian. Um, once my brother went to school, she had more time on her hands. So she became the, um, the secretary, basically, back then in the principal's office. Mm -hmm. And this, is, this was early um, 80s, probably late 70s. And one day the principal said to her, you know, you're really good with this office stuff. Have you thought about getting, going to college? And my mom thought, college, I have two kids. And no one had ever, ever um, mentioned going to college to her or, or encouraged her to pursue anything. She thought yeah. she, you know, anyway, so she took that, that one person saying, you're good at this. You're smart. Have you thought about going to college? She enrolled in our local community college in Virginia, um, did two years of an associate's degree, went to school at night. Um, it really rocked my family because we had a very oh, yeah. traditional 1950s family. My dad worked all day. He was in the Marine Corps. He came home, dinner was on the table. We would have dinner. My parents would watch the news. Well, this shook it up because now my dad had to learn to cook. He had to provide the meal for his two kids. Um, really rocked him out of his comfort zone. Um, one of the best things that came from it was he's actually a really good, he was a really good cook. Oh. Um, and meanwhile, my mom would go to school at night. So anyway, she graduated with a computer analyst degree. And I remember watching her um, go shopping for professional clothes. She took me shopping for suits. Oh, wow, that's big. That was huge. Um, and to, you know, just to, just, just to watch this cute, you know, homemaker, library helper, you know, secretary at my elementary school and go into a professional role, professional clothes, professional look and, and feel. So it was really cool to watch. Um, she took me to work with her. I think she had, she worked just outside of DC and she took me to work with her one day. And this was way before Take Your Daughters to Work Day. She just came up with that on her own and she thought it was important for me to, to see her at work and to meet the people that she worked with and to to see her in a professional environment. So that was, that memory sticks out in my mind. 
it was just so cool when I think about it now um, that she had that foresight to say, I want to I want to share this experience with my daughter so she, too, can then someday go to, you know, understand it's a, it's good to be professional. Um, so anyway, she's always been super encouraging, encouraged me in every way. She's my biggest cheerleader. So. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah. I love that you're a little teary eyed. Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> it's neat when the women that I talk with, when there's um, a, like a mother or a grandmother, someone maternal. Yes in their life that resonates with them so much. Now you have two kids. Mm-hmm. Daughter and, and a son. Uh-huh. Did, have you ever taken them to work? Yep. Um, I've taken them to work. I took my daughter to work a couple years ago. She loves beauty products mm-hmm. and loves skincare. Uh, she just finished a program in esthetician school. And so I took her to work with me and let her sit in on some of the meetings, the mm. discussions with the R&D team to talk about ingredients in some of the skincare that we were doing. She was enthralled. Um, she would never admit that, but she really had a great time. And I also would bounce ideas off of her um, yeah, for names yeah. of cosmetics and, and cosmetic products. Um, it was interesting when I first started the job at Young Living, um, I, was, I started as a director and I was going to a director's meeting and I just mentioned it to my daughter. And she said, oh, how many, how many directors are women? And I said, oh, that's interesting. Let me look. At the time, there were 40 directors and above. 10 of them were women. Oh my God. Rocked my world because I thought, wait, 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 <laughs> where are the doing... women in management? Yeah. So I started a women's leadership network. You were mm-hmm. our first speaker. Um, started a women's leadership network at Young Living because I thought this is so important. We really need to promote these, these women. We need to give them tools to, you know, grow their career, speaking tools, you know, how to, how to, how to grow your career everything like that. So created this group and it was, I loved it. Um, a lot of the women at Young Living would come up to me and say, I love this. I'm so glad you're doing this, but invited speakers from, um, you know, my professional background and had them come and speak on topics that are are relevant to women in the workplace and, um, you know, really helped guide the, uh, uh, quite a few careers. I love that because so really in essence, you already came up with the idea for women who succeed way before it's time. <laughs> I wish. But yeah, no, that's so, I mean, that's so amazing and perfect that you could see it yeah. and want to make something um, to help them grow and develop. And I feel like that's kind of a gap that we have in women who succeed that we need to look at. It's kind of this 25-year-old-ish um, mm-hmm. range to 40. So we have these professional women or established women in the community, community leaders yes. in some regard. Um, and then we have college age girls, mm-hmm. and young women and below high school, middle school. Mm-hmm. But I've had had, I just had, um, a woman, a young woman reach out to me recently. She's 26 and she was like, I need some guidance. Yeah. I need, I'm not sure where to go. Yep. Someone told me to call you. Oh, I love that. I know. And then I'm like, oh, we don't actually have that in our tool. For that age group. Yeah, yeah. In our, in our, um, our tool belt. And we need to figure out how to do that. And who would be better to lean on than mm-hmm. you for mm-hmm. me to get some, ex- <laughs> so we could create something for those young professional women that yeah. are just starting out and navigating their careers. Yeah. We, um, we had our mentor meeting last night, um, in my three oh, mentees yeah. Yeah. and we talked about, um, networking and how important it is to network. And, you know, one of my, my mentees is just out of college and she has her first job. Um, she has her first professional oh. job, Annika Tanner. And then my other two mentees are still in college. And so it was interesting to talk about not burning bridges, uh-huh. creating that, that social network and creating that professional network, um, you know, and, and just the importance of networking and, gui- and having guidance, especially when you're beginning your career, 
having somebody tell you don't burn bridges, having somebody tell you, you know, what never to post on LinkedIn or, or what to post on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. things like that. Just somebody. <laughs> LinkedIn is not the same as TikTok. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, it's, it's, uh, this mentorship program has been really enriching for me as well. Um, you know, just to, just to be able to help these young women in their career as they grow. Did, were they receptive to the Absolutely. conversation? Yeah, it was a networking? really engaging conversation um, and really interesting. Um, you know, because again, uh, to your point, TikTok is different. You post different <laughs> things on TikTok than you should post on LinkedIn and, yeah. you know, how to keep a professional and never burn bridges and never, you know, you, and I also, we talked about the importance of a, of a social group that is different than your professional group because there's going to be mm -hmm. days when you're frustrated or you're, you're, you know, frustrated on the job. You don't share those conversations at work, you have a social network or, or, you know, one or two or three close mm -hmm. confidants that you can express your frustration and talk through work things outside of your actual profession. Oh, that's such good guidance. Yes. Right? Because you see so many people blend to such a degree that yes. then there's no boundary right. and it's really hard. And yes. especially I think um, young women who maybe appear and then get promoted. Yes, they have. Exactly. They really struggle with like. Well, now I'm her supervisor. Yes, I, we used to talk all the time. And yeah, I've I've been in that situation and I've had that happen to me as well. And it, it can be a little awkward. But I've had some amazing work friends, um, people who I hope are in my life forever. Yeah. So, but but you do need that that kind of confidant group or even one or two or three people that you really can trust that are outside of your work environment. Mm -hmm, so. mm -hmm. Do you find, I mean, when I was in my 20s, I was, I was pretty bold in, um, people might say aggressive. I don't know who would say that. I would say assertive. But, um, and I learned very quickly in my mid-20s not to burn bridges, right. because, especially in Salt Lake. Because yes. it's so small. Yes. And or or any years, particular You're going to run into somebody. Yes. Somewhere. Well, it's funny. I have gone back to two jobs that I left at one point. Um, I was hired back for, you know, for a different job because I left on good terms, because mm. I had a good reputation mm -hmm. at work, because um, I did a good job. And so a couple years down the road, I went back in a different capacity. Um, so I think things like that are important. You just, you know, you just don't burn bridges yeah. ever. Um, in your professional career, when you think back, because um, I've got a few, but maybe it's just me. <laughs> is there a time that you can think of that where you spoke your mind mm -hmm. um, and maybe it, and it wasn't well received? Mm -hmm. And even to this day, or you wished you would have spoken your mind yes. and you didn't. And was that because, was there any, um, any hindrance because you were female? Was there any hindrance because you um, were, did you feel comfortable sharing your thoughts and ideas? Um, yes and no. I think um, there was a situation a couple of years ago where we launched a line of product, where I, I was responsible for launching a line of products that in hindsight should have been different, should have chosen different products, should have pushed back on the executive level and said, you know, we really need to take more time. We really need to understand our target audience. We really need to, to not rush this. Um, and it said we really rushed it. Mm. And I think now, you know, I think in hindsight, I wish I would have been more vocal, saying, "Wait, I, this is exciting, but let's really understand what we, what our, what our audience wants, what our customers want before we just launch." Why do you things. think you didn't? Um, I was new to the company. Mm. I was about six months in. Yeah. Um, didn't really know. 
you know, the, the C-suite as well as I did when I left. And, and um, so in hindsight, I wish if I was in that situation again, I would definitely say, hold the press. Let's do our due diligence and really, um, you know, dive deep to make sure we're, we're doing the right thing. But when you're new, it's hard to yes. know. Yes. Right. And like you said, in hindsight. Yeah. But when you're first starting, it's it's sometimes difficult to know the boundary. Yes, exactly. Of really how hard you can push. Yeah. I still find I find that. I mean, I throughout my career, there are other times that I pushed it too far. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that <laughs> ugh, I shouldn't have quite done that. Yeah. So it's hard to it's hard to always figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Well, where do you see yourself in five years? What is Wendy I don't know. like in I, five years? I, um, you know, I, I toy with the idea of starting my own company sometimes. Um, I can totally see that. Yeah. Entrepreneur. I, yeah, I really toy with that. I have to say I love the past year of, you know, lots of interior de- design and decorating on this, this vacation house. I would love to, to do more of that. Um, even, you know, flipping houses and turning them into Airbnbs, I think would be really fun. So there's, there's that product marketing side of me that, you know, who knows what, what that looks like. And maybe one day I'll start my own business. There's also this passion that I've always had for interior design and the idea of Airbnb and kind of creating a experience for people. So I don't know. I like the way you. It's always fr- something creative. Yeah, I like how you frame that. That was um, creating an experience for mm-hmm. people, and I find that the older I get, the less stuff I want. Yes, and I just want the experiences. Yes, exactly. And if I and if it's in a beautiful, comfortable space, it makes it yes. so much more enjoyable, and you can really soak it in right. and have memories with your loved ones. Yeah, I think t- that's true in products. You know, when I think back to my professional career. You know, you're creating an experience for someone. If they mm-hmm. open that that body butter, it it's that experience when they first smell it. It's that experience when they first you know put it on or any any product that you have. Really, um, it's that ex- customer experience. What does that packaging look like? What is you know how does it feel in their hand? What does it smell like? Kind of the same thing you know for the vacation house as well. Like what is what it, when somebody first walks in the door, you know what what do they see? Do they do they feel like, oh, I'm in a house like mine or, wow, this is different. This is new. This is neat. Mm. So all those little things. Well, whatever your next adventure is, I know <laughs> you're going to just crush it. Thank you. You get to pick your own path <laughs> and destiny, which is so beautiful. I know it's going to have something to do with aesthetics and beauty. Probably. And, I, that's the, I've always been interested in those things. Right. <laughs> well, and I think that it reflects honestly in it. In a symbolic way, you have, my, my mom used to say, pretty is as pretty does. Yes. And very true. You're beautiful on the inside oh, and beautiful you. on the outside. That's and very kind. you're so generous with your friends. I love seeing pics of you <laughs> and traveling around and I can tell that not only are they enriching your life, but you're really enriching theirs as well. Oh, so, I hope so. Yeah. And I, I and I would agree. I have I've built an amazing network of people. Mm-hmm. As have you. So <laughs> it's a great place to be. Yes, it is. Well, that is it for our conversation with Miss Wendy Ogden. Thank you so much, Wendy. And we appreciate you listening in on the We Hear Her podcast for women who succeed. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for taking time to hear her. Join our efforts and learn more at womenwhosucceed.org. A big thank you to our sponsor, the Clark and Christine Ivory Foundation.